Welcome to another edition of Generation X Midwest, also known as Gen X Midwest. And uh, that's two words. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, and what else, Joe? Uh, Amazon Music, Podcast Index. If you're in the Apple Podcast, there's also Overcast, Castro, CastBox, PodFriend, Good Pods, Player FM. Woo, woo. We can wow. just keep going. Wow. that's uh, We're getting out there. There's a lot of uh, platforms to put your podcast on. That's cool. I never even heard of a lot of those. Yeah. So. So when you get on there and you do, you search for Gen X Midwest, it'll be Natalie and Joe. And awesome. And I'm Joe. And I am Natalie. And we're here to entertain and to educate. <laughs> 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 so I got one for you since we're just coming off of Halloween. Awesome. What do you get when you cross Bambi with a ghost? Bambi with a ghost. We're talking about the little deer, right? Yeah. Bambi with the ghost. It's mother? I have no idea. Bamboo! Bamboo! That's right. <laughs> All right. All right, so tell us what we're... That was a nice joke, by the way. Thank uh, you. <laughs> worked hard on that. Yeah. So tell us what uh, we're going to be talking about today. So we're going to finish up. We're going to kind of... We talked to... Last time we were on, we talked about Amendment 3 for the state of Missouri. Now, next week, we're going to be voting... Yes, November eighth right. on Tuesday, so make sure you get to the polls, get your voice known. Um, regardless of what people have done, it still matters for us to get out there and, and to get our voice heard. Exactly. So we're going to be talking about Amendment Three, kind of finishing that up, mm-hmm. and then kind of sharing some stuff that we've picked up over the last couple of weeks and learned on it. And then we're going to also cover the other amendments that are on there and see where we get from there. Sounds great. Well, let's get started. So Amendment Three, uh, we'll. It's the Marijuana Legalization Initiative. Uh, yes, vote supports uh, supports it. Uh, no vote opposes it, of course. And right. so um, what we've kind of found out in the last couple of weeks is that the people that are really pushing for this is the ones who have the distilleries that are open. Or what do they call them? Dispensaries. dispensaries not distilleries, <laughs> dispensaries. Dispensaries, yes. But they've got, they're the ones that are really pushing for this. So it's mm-hmm. a monetary gain for them. Right. And, uh, you know, it's been brought to our attention uh, that even those, I mean, you know, of course, I'm opposed to this because, you know, I just think drugs are just a bad deal. But um, there are people who are uh, pro-legalization of marijuana. There are people who are opposed to that. But what I found interesting were the ones that are pro still want to vote no on this amendment. Yeah, because I don't know about it being a constitutional thing. It's mm-hmm. kind of the way they're trying to do this, and it's it may not be a good, it's just not a good fit. No, and it should be a statute. I agree with that, but you know, to be in the Constitution, I don't think so. Yeah, there's just too much that could, and I still stand by the deal. I just don't understand where it really just fits. Um, we've seen the issues that, because alcohol is illegal, we we know it is, mm-hmm. but it doesn't it doesn't let people off the hook. Uh, to just do whatever you want right and so um i think that we would run into that a lot more um there's people that don't want their kids around it mm-hmm. you're going to be dealing with that a lot more um right. just the freedom to do it wherever and whenever you want to it's going to run mm-hmm. you're going to run into some issues with it i really believe so oh yeah and uh you know i was out in uh, california out in La- well out in uh venice and of course it was on 420 which 420 i didn't know until I got out there, what 420 was. 
So, uh, you know, walking down in Venice with my nephew, who was, I don't know, probably seven or eight years old at the time, and, and people smoking marijuana, and the fumes were just so heavy. And, I mean, I'm an adult, but with my nephew being seven or eight years old and opposed or exposed to that kind of uh, environment at that age, uh, I, I wasn't cool with that. Well, and then if you go back into the a work a works type setting, if you're walking through this, and they do hair follicle samples, mm-hmm. I mean, and you walk through a cloud a day or two before, can you mm-hmm. test positive for uh, the THC or for smoking marijuana, and you never touched in your life? Right. So now you start putting putting that on other people, and again, the people that don't really want to mess with it is brought into it and they have to deal with the repercussions of something that they didn't even do now i don't know if it's a real if you really can test positive on a contact high type situation but it would take a lot but still so i just don't i don't know yeah it's kind of i look at that kind of like secondhand smoke i mean if somebody has a right to smoke that's fine but you know i'm also breathing that smoke as well and it's you know well then like we discussed on the last one like you brought up is it's just going to be the beginning of a chain reaction you legalize Mm -hmm. where marijuana you legalize cocaine yes and then you get into the legalization of all these other drugs that have Mm -hmm. absolutely no benefit to anybody at all yeah i mean people need to really understand what they're saying yes to and what comes after that yeah you gotta you gotta see that the you may be on top of the hill, but you got to see that there's some stuff on the bottom of the hill right. that it could affect as well. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, the beauty is always great <laughs> yeah. you know, when you're on top of the hill. Yeah, they don't show the, uh, on the alcohol ads, they don't show the guy's nose that's falling apart because of alcoholism. There's, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen it, and it's just a big, scabby nastiness. Mm-hmm. But I have a cousin like that, yes. There's, a, there's side effects of, of everything that you do mm-hmm. um, as far as the alcohol there's just side effects to things and you always have to look at if i'm going to do this what's the repercussions of this and mm-hmm. people don't they're just in it for what's happening in the moment right so yeah so that that's our little take on it so all right next is amendment one and this allows the state treasurer investment authority uh this is going to uh kind of broaden what the state of Missouri can invest in rather than just those handful of things that they've been investing in throughout the years. It gives them a better opportunity to do some investments. Um, but at the same time, there's still, there's still checks and balances on that individual. So they can't just go on a spending spree and invest whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just gives them some, some broader opportunity to, to try to, I don't know, make us a little bit extra. So. Which, and I think that's good. I mean, you know, of course, there's always going to be risks with everything that you do. Uh, I mean, that's just life. But um, I I don't see uh, anything wrong with this amendment, and I'll be voting yes on it. Yeah, because you risk, you risk damaging your car just getting in it. Because one day I had a moment, and I backed in our own vehicles, like, crap <laughs> so um there's always investment there's always risk um if you have a 401k mm-hmm. um you have somebody that's investing for you um so 
are they picking the right things? Are they getting you in the best possible scenarios? Um, I know a couple people that their companies are not. Mm-hmm. And so they're actually looking at pulling what they do have in their 401k and putting it into another investment opportunity because those individuals are doing something a little different than what their 401k is. And it may be the same thing here that we're looking at for the state of Missouri on this amendment one, that where people have their 401k, they're very limited in what they can invest in. And by moving it, it opens up an opportunity for a better investment. So, mm-hmm. uh, Next one, amendment four, allows the legislature to require a city to increase funding without state reimbursement for police force established by the state board amendment. So the way it words is kind of weird. Yeah. But if you look into it, basically what it is is the state is bringing up the minimum where it's putting a minimum expectation on the cities on what they have to do, produce for funding for their police departments. And so Kansas City was the one who kind of brought this on because mm-hmm. they cut their spending for police 30 by million. $30 million. Mm-hmm. $30 million. That's insane. And but I, they jumped on board with the defund the police. Oh, yeah. And I figured yeah. St. Louis would be in on it, but no, Kansas yeah, City. I'm surprised at that. So basically what they're saying is the Missouri is going to say, nope, you can't. You can only go down to this bare minimum. This is your mm-hmm. bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And so uh, keep us away from that. The, the, the defund police thing is just, ah. Well, and I don't go to Kansas City that often. If I do go, it's for a concert or you know, maybe every once in a while I'll shop on the plaza. I've heard Christmas time, you know, is the, the time to go see the plaza, and there's a lot of things to do. But even so, if I go up there maybe once or twice a year, I want to feel safe. Yeah. And, you know, if I can't walk down the street without the fear of being mugged or murdered, you know, it's... Well, and I haven't... I mean, the last time I'd been to Kansas City, I was a kid. I was a little kid, and uh, I went here a few months ago, and I it was a culture shock because I'm from this little area and go up there and a uh, guy walks up to me and we're there's two or three of us standing out there and they're like, can I get a cigarette off of you, anybody? And it's like, okay. And he goes, don't call the cops on me. <laughs> okay, don't give me a reason to. Right. But I was like, why is that your first reaction to me? But then at the same time, there's two women arguing over who's going to drive the car and cussing out about these kids in the back seat. And I felt I wanted to take the kids away just mm-hmm. in a different area until they got their issues worked out. Yeah. But it was a different man. I forgot where I was at. And I needed to be a little bit more on guard because in that area, you don't you don't fall asleep. You need to have some situational awareness skills yep. in that area, and we're going to be talking about that in an episode later on. But Yeah, we, we're prepping for that one because oh, yeah. situational awareness is absolutely fundamental for anybody. Mm-hmm. So, But anyway, uh, to sit there and jump on board with this defund the police nonsense, I just I don't get it. Because if you're upset about how a police officer is treating you, perhaps maybe we shouldn't defund them but actually increase some funding so they can sit down and have a little bit better training. Yes, uh, there needs to be a lot of training uh, because, you know, we talked about it before, it's uh, customer service. A lot of it is customer service. Um, Well, and at the same time, you have to, 
regardless of what companies think, regardless of what an individual thinks, if you're cutting funding, you're taking away the initiative for people to want to go do it. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to cut their funding and you you got a police officer who's making $12,000 a year, what caliber of a police officer do you think you're going to get? Yeah, uh, minimal. So instead of cutting that, we need to be not throwing something to it, but holding people accountable and making that a career choice that is that looks good. Mm-hmm. And so I know our governor, Mike Parsons, passed, uh, I think it was a million dollar uh, deal mm-hmm. to provide first come, first serve yeah. uh, people to go to a police academy. Mm-hmm. I believe it's up to $5,000 per individual, I think. Um, but if you go on Missouri.gov, uh, there's some information about that mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, just defunding the police is just not. <laughs> that is about one of the stupidest ideas I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like and, trying to say I'm going to get better gas mileage by putting less gas in the tank. Right. And, and <laughs> you know, look at, you know, you may not look at Kansas City. You know, I mean, Kansas City is, is violent, yes, but... Uh, you know, look at places like Portland. Uh, see how well defund the police worked up there. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah. Because even some of the police officers that did decide to stay couldn't get into the areas. And then my favorite part, <laughs> get my areas, favorite yeah. part was defund the police. But why aren't they coming when mm-hmm. I call? Well, duh. Why yeah. would you? Why would you? Why, why like, would you want to? It's like, you didn't want us, so no. you handle it yourself, man. So, yeah, that's that deal <laughs> where it looks really good on the top, but when it rolls downhill, well, crap, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah, and you just said it. What rolls downhill? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay, moving right along. Moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is the Missouri Amendment 5, Department of National Guard Amendment. Um, this is going to, if voted yes, um, it provides the State National Guard with an executive department, um, Missouri Department of the National Guard. So they're going to have their own department within the state of Missouri, basically. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a couple quotes here. Um, Senator Bill White and State Rep. Adam Schnelting. They both, they both are on board with it. Um, they said the mission of the Guard will not change. Uh, this is from Senator Bill White. Uh, this is an administrative change. It will correct budgetary issues. Uh, it currently has to compete for money with other programs run by the Department of Public Safety. So currently, uh, the National Guard is part of the Department of Public Safety. Yes. So they're, what, what all is on the Department of Public Safety? Uh, you a have a list. Yes, there's a massive list. So when you have situations, so State Rep. Adam Schnelting, he had made the comment, he had uh, went back to if disaster strikes such as the Joplin tornado, um, they weren't able to respond as quickly as they could because of the bureaucratic process that they had to go through Mm -hmm. to where if they are an entity of their own, um, they just get on the line with the governor and he sends them out. Yes. So it's a lot easier for them to get out and start helping us in the state. So, I totally agree with that. And then the last one, uh, constitutional convention question. Comes up every 20 years. Every 20 years, and here we are. 
And basically what they want to do is if you want to hold a constitutional convention, which would allow the state to sit down and say, hey, we may need to make some uh, changes to the, the Constitution. Do you guys, as uh, citizens of Missouri, do you want to make these changes? Um, and there's, if you go on to, uh, where did you find that? Uh, you can find uh, more information. I uh, got on YouTube, actually, our state rep uh, is explaining all of these and <laughs> better than we are. Yeah. But uh, basically, it takes a majority plus one, 50 plus one to change anything or the you know to vote for the change on the constitution so um it could be a good thing it can be a bad thing but understand that this is at the state level not the federal level and it's automatically added to the ballot it's not something anybody threw in there it's an automatic right. add because of uh it, it's the rule that missouri has that every 20 years we have to bring this question up so yeah so vote as you will on that november 8th don't forget and even if, just putting a plug in here, even if your candidate does not win, you can still have voice and keep these people accountable. Go to the meetings, do it through the proper channels, request meetings. Uh, you know, you, you can still be heard. Yes. So it doesn't um, just stop at the I poll. did get on Missouri.gov today. You can contact them mm -hmm. through that website yeah. um, and just have your voice heard. Quit sit we need to quit sitting around as... Uh, as citizens of Missouri and of the United States, we need to quit sitting around silent and complaining to each other. Um, get your voice heard to those who matter and, and be that squeaky wheel. Be the squeaky wheel. Make them throw you some grease so you'll shut up. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> rely on your social media page. Get on the website. Start finding these addresses and phones. Uh, start contacting and keep them accountable. That's right. So that's all we got on this one. Uh, see you next week. Thank you. We out.